0: you are and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's Talking Stone While Getting Sports.
1: Welcome. You are listening to Talking Stone While Getting Sports. It's probably season one. I don't know what episode it is, Episode forty-four. Forty-four. Look at Austin go. He's on the ball better than I am. That's Austin. I'm Morgan. How the fuck is it going, buddy? Yeah, it's uh it's going pretty good.
0: Uh had the day off today, so ended up sleeping in till like ten o'clock. It was great.
1: Well, nice little uh sleeping. It's always always nice to get in when you can. Yeah, um, so nothing of importance happened over the past week?
0: Um, I'm trying to think, you know, not uh, not really. I've just been watching a lot of hockey.
1: That That's fair. And uh, we will get to the hockey that you've been watching before we know it. But I guess since you've had a uneventful week here in Saskatchewan, we took all the boringness from BC, and we we're like, "Hey, we'll make it interesting." Um, started out with a, because um, like I've mentioned before, we've had zero rain. We've had zero rain since that point. <laughs> um, we're they're saying guaranteed rain. Um, this weekend, that has yet to happen. Um, well, it's Sunday, so uh, they should
0: probably uh, get on that rain.
1: Yeah, it sure looks like it. These clouds, I tell you, they are being quite the tease this year. Mm. We've had a lot of days where it looked like it's raining or should rain, but it hasn't. But Which brings me to my next point. Um, if you're from Saskatchewan, or even if you're not, no, you probably know of a place named Prince Albert. That's just north-ish or whatever directions, you know, of Saskatoon. And they were earlier this week in a state of emergency because of a wildfire.
0: But if I remember correctly, they were evacuated.
1: Yes, um, not all of the city like I first mentioned but lots of the northern part of the city has been evacuated um damn yeah it's not i haven't heard much other news um i keep hearing helicopters and planes and stuff go over top of the city here in saskatoon yeah um my dad He lives out by Harris, and he's on the volunteer fire department, and they've put out four fires in about a couple weeks' span here. So we really need some rain. Um, That's what's been going on on, like, kind of, like, um, community sense. But... There's been more shitty news on the personal sense, and my mom has had a second dog that has now officially passed away. Um, His name's Turtle. Austin, again, also knows Turtle very well. Him and Pebbles, like I mentioned, fortunately, a few weeks back, who also passed away. Big big Turtle Um, fan here. Yeah, they were... uh, they are best buds, and uh, well, now playing again and all that stuff, or however you want to look at it. Um, we did get them both uh, cremated, so they're going to be spread around this tree that my mom's planting out with the acreage. So that's really cool. That is nice. Um, but yeah, he was getting up in there in age. Fortunately, I don't know his exact age, but just one day, just all of a sudden, he stopped eating, drinking, barely even moving, and within 24 hours, he was unfortunately gone. So, my family over this long weekend have been dealing with that, but on a little positive note, they have gotten a second puppy. Um... I don't think I've actually told Austin this yet himself. So he's probably hearing this for the first time, I do believe. I am. Is that they got um, the second piece of their puzzle of my mom's crazy plan that she has going on? But they got a Newfoundland cross with a um, with a St. Bernard. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so she has that, and she also has a great Pyrenees, so... (laughs) And next weekend, my sister and her boyfriend are going to be getting the male part of the puzzle that just purebred Newfoundland. Oh, wow. And we're going to be breeding puppies before... Well, not before, you know, it's going to take some time for the females and all that to mature and all that stuff, but... Of course. Um, that's what we got going on at my mom's place, so that's kind of exciting. So next weekend, I might pop out there and see all the new puppies would going to be out there. There's going to be like, I'm at least 300 pounds worth of dogs. <laughs> <Beautiful>. <laughs> so... Um, that's really what's going on in Saskatchewan and in my life. Um, it's been quite the whirl whirlwind. Um, I'm just gonna get right to the things, I guess. Uh, tweet at me at Morgan Two. Um, review or show all that good stuff. Comment on any platform that you're listening to it. Tell a friend. All that good stuff. And Austin, tell them your plugs.
0: Yeah, don't forget to follow at Podstoned on Twitter. That's the main account, and uh, if you want to follow me at Fitzy Fitzgerald on Instagram, it's tswgspod. Uh, that's where I post fit photos occasionally, and when we get around to an clips. And um, yeah, comment, rate, subscribe, tell your friend, tell a stranger. Make a sticker and put it on a bus
1: stop. I don't care. Well, getting real ambitious. I like stickers. Um. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> um. Now that everyone knows I love stickers, I also love hockey. And boy, oh boy, has it been a whirlwind of a first week of the playoffs. Um. um Before I get to it, I'm just going to uh, let Austin give us what he thinks of the first week of the playoffs, his kind of recap. And he's the hockey insider, so maybe he has some news that I wasn't prepared to talk about.
0: (laughs) um, I will say it's been – it's been a good first round, I will say. Uh, there's been it's been a lot of overtime, which is great. A and,
1: lot of uh, overtime.
0: <laughs> loving the overtime and double overtimes, and uh, we got a sweep today that we'll talk about. And um, yeah, we got a insane injury. All kinds of talk about. what where I don't know where to start. Well,
1: like you mentioned. Um... A good place to start, I think, is the insane injury that you have hinted at. And that was for the – during the first game with the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens, um, who was Stamkos. What? No, sorry. Um, I'm having a stone break. John Tavares. John Tavares, thank you. The the other blue team. Yeah. Um, John Tavares, he got hit. um, And as he was falling down to the ice, Corey Perry tried to get out of the way. And while doing so, inadvertently, he kneed um, Taveras in the head. um, Full contact. It looked absolutely brutal. Um, I've watched the video a few times. I'm sure Austin's seen the clip and everything to go with it. Um, He I'm not going to get much into it because um, it was it was brutal and um, some of the stuff they actually shown, especially with like the um, the front cover on the Toronto Sun, like the their website was kind of uh, disturbing, and he struggled trying to he tried to get up and he was struggling and all that stuff not looking good um so basically awesome what do you you think i know they've played a game since then what do you think of that impact of tavera's they say he'll be out for at least two weeks i believe he'll be a lot longer than that um he is communicating stuff. He was released from the hospital, but it's a huge loss to Toronto, even though they won game two. Um, do you see that being a huge factor or how do you see that this playing out?
0: Yeah, so there's a lot to address with this. Yeah, like you said, first of all, incidental, uh, Corey Perry, while he is normally a very dirty player, he is not at fault here um John Tavares uh thank goodness they came out and he said there was no neck spine or head like damage structurally at least which is very good to hear um it was very nice to see Johnny T- uh Tavares give the thumbs up before getting yeah, sheltered off um Toronto sun absolute garbage for doing that. I don't know. It, there's so many pictures they could have taken from that game. They, they didn't need to do that one, but um, Toronto Sun is more or less a fucking tabloid at this point, so I'm yeah, not surprised. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a big loss for sure for the Leafs, but they're also, this is still, like, this is one of the best Leafs teams we've seen in maybe decades so yes it's a big loss or it's a big hit to their team but they came back and they won five to one they are ready I think for this series you know they're um they're more or less in it to win it at this point right they're gonna do it for John Tavares I think
1: I'm not gonna let you officially change your pick but I do believe that last episode you said that they are going to win the cup. I mean, if they go all the way, Tavares will probably be back at some point in the playoffs. It's possible, yeah. But do you see that changing the chances drastically in order to win? the? Um, I think it changes
0: the odds for sure, but I still think they could do it.
1: All right, well. You're sticking to your gut. I mean, even if you thought they wouldn't win at this point, I'm not allowing you to change it. So no, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> um, there was another. Um, oh, I love it, and we actually know how long this guy is not going to be playing for, and that's um, I'm having a blank on his first name, but his last name's Cadre. Yeah, we got
0: Nazim Kadri
1: who's been suspended for eight games. Yeah. Um, that's, again, a huge loss. Um, what do you think about that?
0: So I got some thoughts on the Nazem, Nazem Kadri situation. He, uh, It's now been three of the last four uh, playoffs that he's been suspended in in the first round. Because two years in a row in Toronto and then he had a really good year yet last year or last season, whatever, with Colorado. And now yeah. this year again, he gets suspended. It's He's not – it seems like he's – it's just you can't depend on that in the playoffs, you know? You can't depend on the guy who just might not be there because he's going to lose his shit or throw a nasty hit.
1: Yeah, because he just launched himself at – Wow, well, he head he had
0: fault, head. and it was directly to the head. It was dirty. It was no good. He deserves
1: the suspension. Yeah, like you said, it's, it's not his first one. Um, I believe it's his longest one—eight games.
0: I think in the playoff.
1: Yeah, I believe so. And so, I don't know. Um, like you said, there was a sweep. We might as well mention it now. That was Colorado. Yeah. So he probably, they're going to be playing a minimum of an, at least another four games. So I think that means he will, well, I guess not quite, but he be pretty close to be coming back in the second round.
0: Yeah. If that, if that next round goes seven games, he'll be back in that round.
1: Um, There's another, this is a very, very minor um, blemish um, in comparison to the other two that we already talked about. But Shea Weber also got fined a whopping five grand. Um, Oh, dang. Can he afford it? Oh, I, I, I don't know. It might bankrupt him. Yeah, I don't know. If they want to get their player safety point across, I really think they should up that into the next CBA because uh, five grand for a hockey player, even if you're an entry level player, is nothing. <laughs> it really nothing. isn't.
0: And if if it, if if that's what it takes, any player could be like, hey, you know what? It's worth five grand if I really hack this guy or do this thing. You know? Like I can afford five grand.
1: Yeah, hell for especially for like Shea Weber, that's probably just part of his sponsorship money.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he makes like seven million a season or eight mil or something like that.
1: So Yeah, there's I personally think they should really uh change that. Um I didn't see the cross check myself, but I do know that it was within about, like, last 20-ish seconds of the game. Um, it created quite a scrum, and it was against Wayne Simmons, and each player did end up getting 10 minutes. So, a 10-minute penalty misconduct or 20 seconds left in the game, and the 5 grand. Fine doesn't really, <laughs> yeah, doesn't do really it mean a whole lot. lot. Um, but as far as side storylines for the first week, I think that really is all that stuck up in my mind. Um, we do have, like Austin said, and I've already hint or mentioned some results. And that has been the 4-0 sweep for the Avalanche over the Blues. And so I figured since we made our pick um, for the first round of the playoffs, I figured might as well throw to another example and do the first round of – or the first set of points. Um, so, very simple. Me and Austin, we both pick Avalanche. So, we each get one point for that. However, we thought they were going to lose at least one game, game Blue because the Blues are a decent team. Yep. That was not the case. No, no. <laughs> so, we each do not get a point for that because we both pick five. Right. And – I also decided – or we decided to make a change. Instead of just doing the point or the goal for and then the goals against, we decided just to make it a goal differential, a lot simpler. Um, so awesome picked twenty-one goals for and nine goals against. So a 12-goal differential. I picked 15, 10. That's a five-goal differential. I added it all up. I forgot to write it down, but it was a 13-goal differential. So, therefore, price is right rules as well often gets a point. So, with that being said, I have one point for getting the Avalanche correct and Austin has a big old two points after the first matchup. Hey. So he has a slight lead. Um, yeah, and there's the Boston Capitals game is in progress, as we speak. So maybe throughout the podcast, if that game ends, maybe Austin will also have another update for us. Um, there's Bruin. I believe we are up 3-1 in that series.
0: They're up 3-1 in the series and they're up 3-1 in the third period with
1: seven minutes left. Alright, so uh, we'll keep a little eye on that and we'll give update once that game's done. And on that note, I think that ends the recap part of uh, the playoffs. There's a little bit of a recap but I love it because I love the Ancient are quite exciting. Something else that's very exciting is that if the Canadians make it to Game Six, then we will finally see fans in the stands. Twenty-five hundred. That's correct in Canada since March twentieth. 2020. Damn. Um, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. At least one. Um, possibly two. I really don't have much to say. I really wish I could be one of those 2,500 fans, to go to Montreal and see them play against Toronto. Um, I really want to go to at least game six so I can see some fans. And I'm also curious to see if any other teams are going to follow suit. Um, it is kind of funny because I had sent Austin an article like a few a couple hours prior to him sending me this one about the Canadians, um, saying that it was doubtful for any, excuse me, for any Canadian team. To see fans during the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, this article comes out as like, hold up. This must be a joke or something. What? It's not. And so, also, since you brought this to my attention, made me look like a fool behind closed doors. Wow. Yeah. What are you going to say? I
0: love it. I love it. It's a sign of. Normalcy coming back, and uh, yeah. I'm just—I'm very excited. It makes me so happy. I—I'm uh, actually—I'm booked for June third. I'm getting my first shot. So, uh,
1: booking. Congrats. Sorry, I said you actually have a booking. Congrats. I really have to get on that. Yeah,
0: I—I uh, I put it off, but then I did it, and it was super easy. Anyway. Um, I'm I'm so excited I want I've never been to a live NHL game but I will make it my mission to as soon as I can once this all
1: opens up and gets back to normal I've been to one once upon a time and that was in Calgary and uh, I would go again in a heartbeat fair and uh, yeah so I'm like I previously said, I'm very curious to see what uh, Canadian teams might fall suit. Um, I don't know what it's looking like in Edmonton for numbers and stuff. Maybe we could see them fall suit. Um, Ontario numbers are starting to go down. So maybe Toronto, who knows? Time will tell. Um, Speaking of time, it is almost time for the draft lottery to take place and that date is June 2nd. Um, basically, what this determines if you're not aware is the order of the first round of the draft. So... Is going to be the 15 teams that didn't make the playoffs. Plus, the expansion team, Seattle Kraken, um, are all going to be put into the little spinny thing that they have. Um, The commissioner is going to reach in, grab a ball, and it's going to come up with a team, and that's going to tell us the first overall pick, and they'll do it all over a second time to determine the second round, or second overall pick, and then we move forward from that. So basically, what we're looking at is Buffalo can't get any worse than in the third round, or the third overall, sorry. Um, Seattle, since they're going to be slotted in as the third seed, just like Vegas when they became a team. They can't get any lower than uh, fourth overall pick. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, they really changed some stuff. July 23rd is going to be the first round of the draft. Um, July 24th is going to be the second to the seventh round of the draft. Um, very excited to see, especially teams like Seattle, who they're going to pick. Um, for their first ever NHL draft, um, right? Buffalo they need some serious help. Excuse oh me. God, do they ever? Uh, and yeah, it's. I love expansion teams. I loved it when Vegas became a team. It was exciting then. Um, Are you, Mr. Austin, excited for this draft coming up? Um, Buffalo, like I said, has a 16.6% chance of getting um, the first overall pick. One more quick thing I do want to mention, which if you're an Oilers fan, you no, this was not a rule in previous years because you guys had a lot of first overall picks. <laughs> but starting 2022, they're changing it where a team will not be able to have more than five consecutive first overall picks. So that means five yeah. straight years. If it you if you have five straight years, by your sixth year is going to go to someone else. If you're that shitty, <laughs> figure your crap out. Figure it out. Don't just take all the picks. Right. Um, I'm going to take a hoot. So, Austin, tell everyone that's listening your thoughts about the draft lottery and the upcoming draft that's coming out. Yeah,
0: it's uh, the thing about the draft this year is it's kind of a wild card draft. You know, it's um, a lot of players haven't played and it's going to be really hard for it was hard for scouts to figure out, you know, it's you can't just go to the rink and see how they're doing. It's it's going to be a weird draft, I think. And I think there's going to be some definitely late round players that are going to surprise us because maybe they should have been picked higher, but. We
1: just didn't see them play. I have also heard that um, it should sounds like it might be a defensive heavy draft in the first round or so. So, just not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Um, I know there's quite a few teams that should be picking up fairly high that could use a defense defenseman. I know it will be a rookie and all that stuff, but. You never know. Um, in the first round you your picking players are supposed to come in and help right away. so more times not. Um, a couple of other little interesting things that really caught my eye is last episode we were talking about the play tournament the NBA has done and completed. Now, it turns out that the the AHL, at least, is also going to follow suit. And um, they're also going to start doing the playing tournament. And there's also a rumor that the NHL might also fall in suit. So, I just kind of real quickly here, I kind of just want to – Throw the question to Austin and see what he thought about, first of all, the AHL officially doing it, and then the NHL possibly doing this play-in tournament.
0: Well, I think realistically, a lot of the times when the NHL wants to implement a new rule, uh, they try to make it so that it's a rule in the AHL first to see if they can kind of make sure it works. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think if we're at that point of the testing it's might just be a thing. And I think anytime if it gives us more hockey, I'm so
1: down. Yeah, it'll give us more hockey for sure, because it well it's just a few more games, but it's still more hockey. And also it's still um I think it will really stop teams, like say if they're almost going to make the playoffs, like for example, this season, if it was happening with like Calgary and Vancouver, those games still would have meant something. Right. Um, It keeps stuff a lot more interesting for a lot longer time. And you're not going to see teams purposely – Trying to drop from like the last um, or the um, ninth spot or whatever, trying to drop down a few spots so they get a lesser draft pick. Yeah. Uh, Or a better draft pick, I should say. So, yeah, like Austin said, they more than not go through the AHL first, make sure it's working the want it to work, maybe do any tweaks they might want to do to make it their own. Um, yeah, so it's very, very, very exciting. Um, but that is all I have for hockey. Before I move on, Austin, do you have anything you want to add? Um,
0: anything I want to add on hockey? Well, I'm just thinking here. Um, I will say there is one minute left in the Boston
1: game, and Boston's
0: still up 3-1. to one.
1: Well, that's sounding like uh, Boston will also be moving on, unless uh, the Capitals um, have a miracle. Right. So I guess I can say right now, since I picked the Bruins, I we I'm not doing the um well it was also uh, in uh five games. So it's looking like I will also get at least two points for that series. Damn. Just like that. Um anyways, yeah, that's uh it for hockey. Um the Jets have been surprising me for the first couple games at least when they've been shutting down McDavid. So that's something to keep an eye out for. I believe Oilers last I looked are up to nothing in that game. Uh they're up three to one. Three to one now. Uh, what period do you got? Uh
0: it is the third period. Nope. Sorry, they're up four to one. The Oilers are.
1: All right. Roll. McDavid's
0: got three assists. Dry has got two goals and an assist.
1: So that's what happens when you hold those two players off the square sheet for two games. They come back. With yeah, advantage. exactly.
0: And it's official. Boston won three to one.
1: All right. Put that in the books. Boston moves on in five games. And we are not quite going to move on to baseball because right before we do that, I'm going to throw a little curveball and – Austin normally does a shout-out. I checked with him. He doesn't have one. So I am have one quick little thing I want to say. Maybe I'll help it. Miss Mother Nature, fucking rain on Saskatchewan, please. That's all I'm going to say. We need moisture. Let's move on. Baseball. Um let's get that right. Yeah. So there's been a couple of interesting things that's been going on this past week slash season in the baseball world. Um one of them is that the pitchers are throwing no hitters at at insane rate. Um, this article came out that I'm talking about May 18th. At that point, there's been already five no hitters. Since that article came out, there's been at least two more that I know of. <laughs> so we're up yeah. seven. Um, that five up till May 18th tied a record. From 1917, um, that year, they also had five no hitters up until the point of May 18th. So the reason why I'm bringing this up kind of goes hand-hand in with their other topic or on the flip side is that players are also getting hit more often. So I was kind of just thinking about this over the last few days and I kind of think it might go hand in hand because if you think about it, um, the percentage has gone like before I move on I just want to say the percentage for since 2017 has gone up 28% of players getting hit by a pitch, um, and the reason why I think this kind of is because when you have the players or the pitchers increasing their speed, like they're throwing like a hundred miles an hour, is almost seems what, almost seems easy to lots of these pitchers. Um, I know it's not easy, but that—that's what appears to show, and they're—I believe—they're trying so much harder to try and make the perfect pitch because the batters are a lot better in the last few years, um, and with doing so, when you have players that are trying to get so perfect all the time to get all these no hitters that lots of pitchers are getting. Um you're on the flip side you're gonna have more people fucking up and um basically it's gonna come down as either going to be a perfect pitch or a wild pitch that's gonna hit players. The most recent one that's came to my attention, I'm not sure if Austin's seen this clip, but Pilar got hit square in the face by a fastball. Yeah, I saw that. Um another well known player is Bryce Harper. Got hit after he took a ninety seven mile per hour ball to the peak bone. Um So it's not just uh, nicking these players and stuff either. So I really wanted to put both these articles on there because I think they kind of go hand in hand. and awesome. What's your thought on the no hitters being thrown more often, but also, like I said on the flip side, more people getting hit by pitches. Yeah, it
0: is. It's an interesting thing that uh, both is increasing Uh, but like, I I think you said it pretty well. Um, Yeah, I it is I don't know, I'm almost wondering if maybe the, the fear of getting hit is getting into players heads and it's causing them to
1: swing less or swing less at right pitches I don't know. That could also be very true because some of the no hitters, like um, the most recent one, I believe, a pitcher, you did give up two walks, which is still amazing, but they still had people on base, but no one actually hit the ball where they hit onto base. So – that's why so still flat, why it's a no hitter so these pitchers, even with the no hitters, they're not necessarily throwing a hundred percent perfect pitches. and exactly. When you, when you see your competition just the night prior throw a no hitter, you're going to try and extra hard to do it. And in turn, unfortunately, batters are going to get hit. But if you – I've played a decent amount of baseball and not even close to – even close to this level. But you're used to getting hit by pitches. That's kind of what it comes down to because even – with how bad, and like, polar it looked. Um, eventually, he got up and walked off under his own power. Um, I think his nose might be broken. <laughs> yeah. But I just thought it was really interesting and so interesting that I actually put it before football, and that's very weird for me, but... Yep, there really is not much uh, content with football because we're at a waiting game again. But I'll get to that. Uh, do you have any other baseball news before we move to another sport that I have prior to football? Uh, no, I got oh. nothing. Sorry. <clears throat> so, basketball. NBA if you watch basketball if you sniff basketball I'll go with that if you you don't even have to know anything about basketball and you've heard of a guy named LeBron James yeah um, I'm sure I'm Pretty sure Austin knows about him. We've mentioned him once or twice. Yeah, I've heard of him, I think, before. Um, he has done something recently that has people questioning the NBA and questioning that is LeBron James above the law? And Ooh. yeah. And So with COVID and everything going on, every league has all their protocols and everything that they want to adhere by and follow to make it as safe safe as possible. Just prior to when the Lakers played Golden State Warriors in the play-in tournament, um, LeBron James was at a tequila event because he was one of the many or few famous people that were back in this particular tequila. Ah. Um, How, although he wasn't necessarily supposed to be at this event, there's a, a couple things to keep in mind before I ask Austin a question I have for him. Is one, this event did not create any other like COVID outbreak, anything like that. Secondly, they did either have to prove that they've been recently, well, being vaccinated or had a recent negative test done. Um, so I'm assuming LeBron has either been vaccinated or has a recent test done. So, it seemed to be fairly safe, all that stuff. Nothing bad did come about it. And he also wasn't suspended, which a lot of players, a lot of media personnel do believe that maybe he should have been suspended. So, Austin, my media personnel, do you think he should have been suspended or even though he there was no outbreak or anything like that, should he have been suspended or I think, any type of consequence? I think it depends on the
0: rules of the league. So, if the league's rules are saying that he's not supposed to do it, then he should have maybe got fined or suspended. But uh, I don't, I don't know what the rules are regarding that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure of the exact rules, but he did violate the protocol. Well, there so, you go. Um, it doesn't really matter for me and Austin, what the exact rules are, but if he violated the protocol, then... It is what it is. You got to get the consequences. Yeah. um, I'm sure um, for this big event, I'm sure they could... I don't... Figured something out. Maybe he could have attended through Zoom. I don't know. They're a bunch of rich people. Maybe they could have built a little robot. I can them do that for children hospitals before right with their little camera on it and stuff so you could have probably gone creative um maybe if you if this tequila really wanted lebron there you know he plays for back in the nba they're in the playoffs maybe <laughs> maybe you hold off and just wait right um like I said, there was other famous people there, so I don't know what their schedules was like. Like I know one of the people was Drake, so he's kind of important as well. Um, That is another one of the things that this isn't the first time in lots of sports that I've watched, where some of the bigger names kind of get away with things more often. Yeah. Um yeah, that's all I have for both. I know I kinda of rambled it together, but that's all I have for both baseball and basketball. Before I move on to my favorite sport, the sport that still waiting, still here. Seconds, the minutes, the hours taken by, do you have Anything you want to add on these two sports before we uh, move on, there, buddy? Got nothing. Got nothing. All right. So, there's been a few things since it's been so long that I've actually forgot, more or less, forgot that was going on in the CFL world. Um, one of those is. Did you guys remember that there's we're still waiting for Edmonton to come up with their n- new football team name? Um they say that they're 80 to 85 percent complete. Yeah, well guys, I sure hope so, because it's been since July 3rd, 2020, you've got you've announced that you were gonna change the name. Yeah. So I hope you're at least 85% complete. (laughs) And they've also came over and said that they will have the new name for the 2021 season by August 5th. Again, you're a professional team. I hope you do. Um, Yeah. Please don't pull a Washington and just be called the Washington football team when. All the other opponents that you have actually have a team name and seems a lot more professional. Um, That's the way I look at it. Uh, Just to remind some of the people, they've put out like a – kind of like a vote or submission for lots of these names. That was back in November. They received – 14,833 submissions. Um, they did end up narrowing it down to top seven. Again, we've talked about this, but since I'm bringing it up again, might as well just throw to the top seven real quick again. The Elk, the Evergreens, the Everglow, Golds, the Eclipse, the Elkhounds, Eagles, and the Elements. Out of those top seven, my favorite is personally the Eclipse. Um, Austin, remind people, I know, I'm pretty sure you mentioned it, but out of those top seven, what is your favorite um, top set or favorite one out of those top seven?
0: Favorite one out of the top seven?
1: Out of Elk, Evergreens, Evergold Eclipse, Elkhounds, Eagles, or Elements? I'm going Eagles. Eagles. So we might have a little bit of the uh, same name as an uh, NFL team. All right. So we all know my favorite name, the Eclipse. You know, Austin's the Eagles. And Everyone thought, or lots of people thought they knew who, or was going to be very good potential of this one particular ownership group to purchase the BC Alliance because that this is the other thing that has completely left my brain. And BC has been up for sale for about at least a year now. Um, they did have very close buyers. They're, I believe, they're close to selling the team. It seemed like this ownership group would have. They have about a net worth of a billion dollars. Could have been good for BC, but I'm assuming COVID probably had something to do with it. They're not all that interested in uh, purchasing BC, so BC Lions. So I just wanted to throw this up on there to refresh my brain with what's going on in the CFL world and to kind of point out that uh, there's still a lot of stuff going on in the CFL world behind closed doors that we don't necessarily hear about all the time um so this is going to be something that I'm going to keep my eye on again and see if something comes forth of the CFL or the BC lines being sold um they've been trying to sell them for quite some time now um the previous owner has passed away which we've Mention and all that stuff. So, who knows? Uh, I really, really want some pauses stuff to start coming, like, into the news that I can talk about. I want some games I can start talking about. Uh, I know I'm not the only fan that wants some games to start talking about. And the CFLPA are amongst the fans, and where they're also getting frustrated. And they've been uh, pushing, say, at least the CFL to try and finally commit to this August 5th start date. They're still talking, they have been talking since the second week of February. This is nothing new for the CFL. They will take the sweet time and we will not hear anything till the 11th hour. Sorry, I had to uh, take a little drink. And uh, the uh, PFLPA has sent a memo out to the CFL on May 21st saying all this crap being like, hey just give us the answer the fans want to know players want to know uh, I believe they're still waiting on a few uh, provinces to give them the okay I think bc's one of them I'm not sure if your guys' numbers are going downwards uh, right now or they what's definitely that? are well that's Definitely good news. I know Ontario's numbers have been going down. Um, Saskatchewan's numbers are going down. Alberta, I think, is still iffy. Uh, Montreal, they've already improved. Saskatchewan's already improved. Um, I did also see a tweet today from Bob Yun, who's the owner of Hamilton entire Cats, and he has said that his team, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, will play football in 2021. So, to me, that sounds like he's ready to fund it with fans, without fans. Um, so that's huge to hear. Yeah, Austin, is there, I'm going to take one last hoot here. Is is there anything sport-wise, I'm out of football stuff, that you would like to add? And please do so it's not silent.
0: Yeah, so uh, something kind of cool actually happened uh, in the world of golf. So uh, Phil Nicholson became the first man over 50 to win a – golf uh, Open Championship. So that's just really cool. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how old he is, but yeah, he's the
1: first man over 50 to win. Well, at least we know he's at least over 50 and uh, that's amazing here. I I never watched golf that closely to be honest, but Phil Nicholson is one of the players that I've usually pay attention to and he's a great golfer and just to be doing what he's be doing for so long and now he's like you said over the age of fifty that's that's awesome. Speaking of fifty, going back to the baseball side of things, uh um, there's this twenty-two-year-old kid, more or less, Tate's uh, Junior. I don't know if you guys heard of him. He's now the, I believe, the fifth youngest player to reach fifty home runs. So just mentioning that fifty sparked that in my brain and. Yeah, I definitely was not hitting home runs in the Major League Baseball um, at the age of 22, or ever. Yeah, or ever. Me neither. Um, on that note, my stone statement, um, hockey, I love the playoffs. Um, and then we got baseball. Interesting times. Basketball, LeBron, you're not above the law. NCFL, bring me some games. And real quick, before I sign off, Turtle and Pebbles, always love, never miss. Everyone out there, stay stoned, stay safe. Bye.